bold and brash. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Louise Loves Art, by Kelly Light, published by Balzer and Bray. Louise Loves Art is a tale about a little girl's love for drawing. While she's distracted putting her art on display around the house, a little boy makes an adjustment to one of her pieces. Will she love it and embrace the collab, or will she charge him double what anyone would pay for it? Well, bring some spectacles. We're observing art. Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We open on our main character, Louise, sprawled out over her drawings and professing her passion for the arts. She doesn't need to wallow on her sketches. All she needed to do was say it. Unless... That's a performance piece that she's doing. And she's making a statement about affection and love through touch in today's society. If that's the case, what a poignant thought. She discloses to us, to be an artist, you have to have a keen eye. Ain't that the truth? And then she starts drawing a pussy. Quote, Every line, dot, dot, dot. Every curve, dot, dot, dot. Wait, hold that pause. I will capture your catness. End quote. Basse. How long does she have to hold it for? Her legs are shaken. After Louise finishes, she calls it her masterpiece. Really? It looks like someone who's been up the past two days and is all jacked up on Adderall studying for midterms drew it. And it doesn't quite look done. But I guess beauty is in the eye of the beholder. It's just in the wrong light for me. I'll give her credit though. It is a touch better than one of Jackson Pollock's pieces. While she's bragging about her work, the little boy who's with her is drawing all over shit with a red crayon and trying to get her attention but she's too infatuated in her own work to devote any time to him. Some artists are such narcissists. We get it. You're making an important piece that's meant to draw attention to the plight of the dachshund in Western Sahara as the world moves towards naming every dog a service dog. But she should be able to spare a minute for someone who seems to be a big supporter. She snaps at the boy who has a bowl cut. Poor guy, with a haircut like that, He's destined for a life of being shunned and spurned by society. The life of an artist. I think we found the true artiste between these two. Honestly, he looks like a shorter, squattier version of Andy Warhol. What a coincidence. And his name just so happens to be Art. Another coincidence. And Louise tells him she's too busy to deal with him because she's setting up her art show. This guy doesn't need this treatment. He should go out on his own. But instead, he continues to follow. She runs around the house with a roll of tape, slapping her drawings up all over the walls. Upstairs and downstairs. Whoever's house this is, I'm sure they're not going to be too happy. It is a rather eclectic art show. And it's clear now, it's commentary on the middle class lifestyle and American waste in the homes. I should have known... So profound. Art is determined to get Louise's attention. But she ain't got no time for that. Everything has got to be just right. You know, with all this bad artwork everywhere, I'm waiting for her to nail a banana to the wall 
and charge thousands of dollars for it. Though, that's been done before, and I could see that backfiring on her, big time. And instead of her parents letting her be an artist, they would turn her into a tradesman. Well, here's some spackling. Now patch that shit up. Louise takes her final piece downstairs to the kitchen. Quote, It's my piece de resistance. I know the perfect spot for it. End quote. The garbage? Apparently not. She takes it to the refrigerator. But that's where the important shit goes. What a statement. Saying, this is where most household waste is stored. And eventually thrown out. Yet, Americans worship it like an altar. So moving. You know, for having trash art, she's got some really complex statements. As she's hanging it, and lining it up just right, we can see Art working on something with scissors frantically in the background. He shouts at her again, holding his new work, and wearing red glasses just like Louise. Ah, he wants to be just like her. Only it's clear, he's already the better artist. So he might want to set his sights a little higher. It looks like he cut out people holding hands. Classic. Is he drawing a connection between the logging industry and peace? Saying, it's a necessary evil because every peace treaty has been written on paper? Wow. That blows anything Louise had to say right out of the water. How did this boy come up with that? Well, Louise flips out when she sees it. She claims it was one of her best pieces of work. But I thought she said her last and best piece was just taped to the refrigerator. I'm confused. She becomes melancholy about her piece being altered, but she quickly realizes she hurt Art's feelings and stomped on his dreams, so she patronizes him a bit, telling him how great it is. And then she decides to put it on the fridge too. Under hers, of course. And the tale ends on the two of them drawing together. How nice. Wait a minute. Is she trying to steal all of his ideas? He better get his own studio and fast. There's two big lessons to this read. The first one is, don't blow anyone off. You could learn something from everyone. Not to mention, if you're too infatuated with yourself, you may not realize someone's screwing you over until it's too late. As is this case with Louise and Art. And the other big lesson here is, Art is nothing but a big money laundering scheme for the rich. It's all bullshit. It's just a way for them to protect their money from taxes. So what do I think of Kelly's work? It was a breeze to get through. She let her pictures do most of the talking. Though I will say it was confusing when Louise said her masterpiece was hung on the fridge and then turned around and said what Art had altered was her masterpiece. As for her pictures, they were great. They were reminiscent of old cartoons. And her choice to use predominantly black and white allowed her to place emphasis on certain things with a splash of color. If you know someone who's too self-indulged to notice good things, give them this read. Maybe it'll open their eyes, or maybe it won't. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 3.1. I'll have a heap and helping, and go back for another little taste. But if I have to stare at that art on the wall, I'll stop at that. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.